Hey everyone, welcome to Know Your Food with Warty. I'm Warty, a wife and mom of three and author of The Complete Idiot's Guide to Fermenting Foods. I'm also the lead teacher, blogger, and owner of traditionalcookingschool.com. I'm so glad you're here. This is the podcast devoted to healthy family cooking with traditional methods like sourdough and old-fashioned pickling. These foods are easy, delicious, healing, and your family will love them. If you haven't already, be sure to grab my free gift for you. Five free traditional cooking videos from inside Traditional Cooking School that will introduce you to my favorite fundamental techniques of traditional cooking. To start watching today, go to knowyourfoodpodcast.com slash watch. And now, let's get to today's show. Hi everyone, welcome to Know Your Food with Warty, episode 158. The links and more, including a video replay if you're listening on iTunes, are at the show notes, knowyourfoodpodcast.com slash 158. I want to give a warm welcome to everybody who's here with me live on Periscope. This is so fun. If you're tuning in later, I love that you're here too. And if you want to catch the live action, it's pretty fun to be live. At least it is for me. And I think those of you who are here, you can follow at Trad Cook School on Periscope on Thursdays. That's when I tend to record Know Your Food with Wardy podcast. So we have... Something today that's pretty personal, but also near and dear to my heart. Um, It's the culmination of years of me uh, growing personally into who God wants me to be and, you know, just the continual work in progress as a person, as a woman, as a wife, as a mom. And one huge facet of that is how you take care of your body, exercise. Now, All the time we're talking about food. Traditional cooking school is about food, right? Well, today we're going to talk about the other way to take care of your body, and that is uh, through exercise, and in particular, weightlifting, which is now and has been for several years my exercise of choice. But I want to back up from um, the content of today's podcast It's going to be 10 reasons real women should lift weights, but I want to back up and tell you my story first. And this is something that I want to get right. So I actually have spent a couple hours today writing out my notes for this so that we are on the same page and that I don't leave anybody with the impression that I'm like um, promoting vanity or... um, self-indulgence or anything that's not godly or not beneficial for the family and ourselves. This is about being a whole person and being strong and loving and kind and who God wants you to be. And a, and a part of that is taking care of the temple. And the temple of the Holy Spirit in today's day and age is your body. And you take care of that through prayer and study and real relationships and loving each other and the physical needs of your temple, which is how you feed yourself and the activities in where you engage yourself. So this is a whole picture, and I think it's really important to get it right. And where I'm coming to you today is so much of a stronger person than I have been my whole life. I have been as off track as anybody can be. So I'm not coming to you as the person who has like a perfect life or has had all the answers. I'm coming to you as a real person who struggled with a lot of things and is coming into a really good place. And so my strength is hard won, actually. It's probably been, um, what I'm gonna talk to you today has been one of the hardest 
personal and body image and things that I have ever dealt with. So that's why I spent so much time on my notes today so I would just give you the right impression Um, because it's really important and I don't want anybody to walk away thinking, you know, we're just talking about sex appeal and vanity and fluff stuff. No, we're talking about the whole picture of being real women. And that's why I titled this podcast, 10 Reasons Real Women Should Lift Weights. Uh, Because we are real women. We are not magazine model women. We are not um, promiscuous women. We are devoted wives and mothers, devoted and committed to our families. And the reason we do the things we do is because of the people in our lives and because of the Lord in our life and our desire to be the woman that he wants us to be. And all of that together, I call a real woman. So this is 10 reasons real women should lift weights. Okay, and I'm going to start with my story. The reason I exercise in general is because it's important to me to take care of my body. This affects how I feel and how I look. It affects how I serve my family, how attractive I am to my husband, how attractive I am to myself. When I was a teenager, I bought into society's vision for what was the right look and the right way that a female should be, and that was that they basically be stick thin. I totally bought into this idea that you needed to be a waif to be attractive. Um, So it was a breath of fresh air, even though I didn't quite realize it to the depth I do now. It was a breath of fresh air to meet my husband, or my then-to-be husband, and learn that a waif or a stick thin female was not what he desired. Um, And it did take me many years to, I heard what he said, but it took me many years to believe that deep in my soul, to accept it and believe it for myself. Thankfully, I am there now. Um, So a good, a good, um, good part of who I am now is having come through that learning experience. Now exercise. Exercise is a big part of not only loving who you are, feeling and in happy, happy skinny mama is saying the same with her husband. Yeah, and I'm going to say that in a moment. Um, address that. So exercise is a big part of this process of loving who you are, feeling like you're making progress and growing. It's also essential to being strong to serve your family and friends and, and as a gift for your husband. When you take care of yourself, you're taking care of your husband. Um, you're taking care of your family. So I think you all know what I mean about you know the different aspects of how we take care of ourselves serves the people that we love. And in the comments, I'm getting some me too's and me too's. Actually, and Terry's saying me three. So you know I'm not the only one with a husband who doesn't want to wave. <laughs> okay, so exercise. Now, if you can do it, exercise is as important as eating for one's overall well-being. And when I was a teenager and in my early 20s, I was obsessed with aerobic exercise. I walked or I ran for miles. And if and I and I went off the deep end. If I felt that I ate too much or I gained an extra pound, I would hit the roads and I would walk it off. I spent a lot of time just walking and walking and running and running. So it took a lot of time. It was also this very unhealthy cycle of um you know, you, you might even, I, I, not that I ever sought treatment or was diagnosed or anything, but you know, it's on the continuum headed toward anorexia. Then I got married and I told you, you know, what my husband said. And even if I didn't believe it at the time, life set in and I got busy with life. And then later on in my thirties, I got busy with, um, business, traditional cooking school, 
And then they're earlier than that, they're the young kids taking care of the home, the husband. Anyway, I didn't have hours and hours to spend walking or running. Uh, plus, I think even though I hadn't totally changed my 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 body image and what I know now, um, I did know at that time that wasn't a healthy way to live or be. So I had I had grown out of um, pursuing exercise so heavily. So actually, you know, the busyness of life and any, everything, I didn't really do exercise for years. And my health and my appearance took a dive as it should. So I call those my frumpy years. Um, then I found T-Tap, and this was mm, four, five years ago. And that was amazing, actually. If you haven't heard of T-Tap, T-Tap is developed by Teresa Tap. Um, they are targeted, they're kind of strange exercises, but they're very targeted. So they can do some good body shaping and toning and strength building and you only need four square feet of space. You can do it in as little as 15 minutes a day, so you literally need no equipment and hardly any time. And when I did it, I lost inches, I lost weight, I got toned, I gained muscle. Um, if you go to ttap.com, you'll see lots of success stories and you can read more about it and they even have some free videos that you can check out just to see if it's for you if you wanted to invest in the DVDs. I'm telling you my story, but I'm, you know some of these resources you might wanna look into. So, but I'm not doing T-TAP anymore, I'm lifting weights instead. And the reason is uh, the 10 things that I'm gonna share uh, in today's podcast. 10 reasons real women should lift weights. Now, I'm not saying this is the answer for everyone, but you know, I just absolutely love it. It's done amazing things for me and my family. And so I wanna encourage you in it, but it doesn't mean you have to walk away and say, you know, Wardy's way is my way. I'm, I'm not saying that. So these are, 10, um, 10 reasons real women should consider lifting weights, if you will. Um, but anyway, so let's get into, now that I've told you the story and kind of set the stage, get into those 10 reasons. So some of them are going to be universally applicable, and some of them are very personal. Uh, and I'm going to start with the personal. So my first reason really is I can share it with my husband. And that is because my husband, our Ever since I've known him all these years, and probably his whole life before he, he knew me, he's into exercise, but he's been into lifting weights for a long time. He knows so much about exercise. So I could do my own thing. I could have kept up with T-Tap and done my own thing, and I've done Pilates at times, or I could choose to exercise in something that we could share together. And I've chosen to exercise in the way that we can share together. We do it together, it's kind of multi-purpose. It's not only for the body, but it's about the relationship. Now, practically speaking, we don't actually exercise together, um, meaning at the same time, and that's because I prefer to exercise early in the morning, first thing when I wake up, before I do anything else, I can get it over with, take my shower, and the rest of the day can go on. And my husband prefers to exercise midday after he's, you know, done some of his personal study and homeschooling and all that. So we exercise at different times, but we still share it because we talk about it all the time. I'm consulting with him and asking his opinion and I'll tell him how my workout went or I'll ask him, you know, this is what I felt in my back or, you know, this didn't feel right and this is how I did it. You know, where did I go wrong? And he talks with me. He doesn't consult with me because I'm not the expert, um, but he shares, you know, what he's doing and how he feels what he's been reading, what he's thinking of trying. He will research things for me and he'll come and tell me, you know, I think you should try this. Um, so lifting weights with him, even though not exactly at the same time, has been a relationship builder for me and my husband. Um, and it's had good effects on 
me. And that's what I'm going to go into next. So reason number two, actually, why I think real women should lift weights is the results. I like the results a lot. I told you that when I was young, hey, Vicki, uh, that I wanted to be a waif. And then my husband told me when we first met and married and for years afterward that men don't really want that. And I know in the comments, you, you guys are saying your husbands are the same way. A waif is not... Um, attractive, as attractive to a man. They want a, a wife with substance. Now, of course, there are exceptions, and I'm not saying that a man who feels differently is not a man. I'm not making any judgment like that. This is just more, um, in general, what I've seen now from my husband. You know, you hear things, or men are talking on the internet, or whatever. I think I've seen enough and been around enough to say that I think he's pretty much right, that real men want a real woman, not a wife. And that means curves and strength and shape are much more attractive to the men in our life than being stick thin. And you guys, the hearts are flowing, so I think you agree. So let's talk a bit about those curves and the shape because um, you think about being curvy and shapely and you can think Marilyn Monroe or you can think you know the few and far between magazine perfection, curvy, shapey women. I'm not even talking about that because you, I'm pointing to myself, you, me, don't have to be perfect because a woman who is working on her health and is confident and is happy that she's moving forward and loves her family deeply and is giving 100% in, you know, every area of life that matters, that completes the whole picture and exercise and um, you know, the weight training aspect of, you know, of working with your curves and shapeliness, that's what completes the picture. Um, and the working on things and the giving of yourself and the confidence and happiness and making progress, uh, that's so much more important than the look you get. But it just so happens with weightlifting that that is the look you're getting as you, as you commit to it. So I want to make sure nobody misunderstands me on this point. I'm not I'm not just talking all about appearances. I think with weightlifting, we tend to end up with the appearance that um, the men in our life prefer, but it's not entirely about that. Okay, so I am confident in telling you that I like the results I get from weightlifting. I also enjoy the ride, I like getting stronger, and I enjoy being attractive to my husband. So that was reason number two, the results of weightlifting. They are just right in line with um, what men find attractive, the curves and shapeliness. Weightlifting will give you that. Constant aerobic activity, you know, running miles and miles, that just makes people like a stick. And I know I'm generalizing, so please don't, please don't misunderstand or, or judge me for a generalization. I'm not taking it that far. I'm making a generalization. Okay, so number three, now we're getting into, well, this one is still personal. So number three, I don't know why God has put this on my heart, but I'm the, I'm the mother of two daughters. And even though I just started in the last couple of years, and I wish I'd started a long time ago, I want to show my daughters, and then of course other girls, I know that there's traditional cooking school moms with girls who are watching my videos and watching us, and I want to be an example to my daughters and all the girls that I might see, I wanna be the opposite example of what the media shows them. Even though I'm just one, but I know that all of you can do it too. 
We need to be that example that is opposite to what the media shows. I would rather that they see and love and be loved by a living example of a healthy, happy, confident, and woman-sized woman. <laughs> I used to long to be like the magazine models. Um, now I, when I look in a magazine, even like a Land's End catalog, which is supposedly healthy, I see beautiful women, yes, there's no doubt about it, but I also see that they're just really too perfect and too thin, and I fell in the trap of wanting to be that. I used to think that they were the ideal woman, but now I don't think that. What is ideal is to be the best version of what God made you, and I see in the comments someone just said, I'm stick thin, but not by choice. Of course, I'm not, I'm not even... I, uh, you are what God made you to be, and we all... Um, we all have to work within the confines of that. We have to be the best version that God made us to be. And me, being larger and big-boned and tall, you know, how insensible is it for me to chase after something that's not even how God made me to be? Whereas weightlifting helps me to be a better version of how God made me to be. Does that make sense? And the reason, it, so anyway, back to my daughters and other girls. I don't want my daughters or other girls to aspire after unrealistic things like I did. When I think of all the years and the fun that I wasted chasing after something that was impossible to achieve and that wrecked my life and wrecked my health, I have a lot of regrets. But the Lord's mercies are new every morning, and I've learned my lesson, and I want to pass that lesson on whatever way I can to my daughters and other young women. Now, I know that my daughter is going to be editing this video on um, YouTube. So hi, sweetie, this is for you. <laughs> you are part of why I'm doing this. You are welcome uh, to the commenter who said that she's, she's stick thin, but not, um, not, by, not because she's chasing after. It's the way God made her to be. For, the, for anyone who is, you know, not stick thin or not a magazine model, let's not try to be like a magazine model. Let's be the real woman who is strong, sexy, curvy, if that's how God made you, bigger, if that's how God made you, thinner, if that's how God made you, but healthy and happy. Okay, so weightlifting. Weightlifting is good for the curves and muscles. Weightlifting is the opposite of being stick thin. So maybe even somebody like the commenter who is on the thin side, weightlifting could help you with this. Um, um, so I'm going to wrap up this section about being an example of a real woman who's happy, healthy, confident, and working within how God made her to be. And weightlifting, I think, really works with that. And you're going to see more when I get into the rest of these reasons how it does that. So uh, reason number four real women should consider weightlifting is weightlifting speeds up your metabolism. The reason is, and this is a very simplified reason, and I'm sure there's deeper scientific ways to explain this, but weightlifting builds muscle, obviously. The more muscle you have, the more calories and fat you're burning all the time, even when resting. So you're burning excess fuel you're eating right now or you're burning stored fat, but weightlifting can help you metabolize that long after the workout is over because you've built your muscle and then your muscles need that for fuel. So all that good food we're cooking, as we age or decline in health, we might pack on the pounds. I know I have in the past, so this is a win-win. Weightlifting can help you balance out, um, you know, as you age, your metabolism slows. We still tend to eat the same size meals, but we may not need that amount of fuel for our metabolism. So if you add weightlifting to your routine, you can better balance out the healthy cooking and healthy eating we do. 
Weightlifting has been a very good match for me with Trim Healthy Mama. I've talked in the past that I lost more than 30 pounds in 2014 using the Trim Healthy Mama diet with traditional foods, um, and I weightlifted as well. And now I continue to lift weights, and I use uh, I probably eat about 80% of the time Trim Healthy Mama, and that's how I maintain my weight loss. I've spoken at length about Trim Healthy Mama with traditional foods in two podcasts. You can go back to knowyourfoodpodcast.com slash 147 or knowyourfoodpodcast.com slash 113. There's a lot more information there about how I did it with traditional foods. So great benefit there. Weightlifting can speed up your metabolism. Wonderful for women. Um, I don't know if it's true, but I think that it's, it's much more easy for women to get frumpy and pack on the pounds than men. Is that a generalization? I don't know, but I think it just, I think it just goes that way. Uh, number five, weightlifting increases bone density. So aging and loss of bone density go hand in hand, and there are diseases and conditions that come along having to do with poor bone density as we age, like osteoporosis. And so weightlifting is going to be a prevention, me- um, prevention method, prevention mechanism, um, to prevent the onset of any of those um, bone, what the opposite of bone dense issues that would come later in age. So it's an especially wonderful way for women to exercise as we age. Number six, weightlifting is efficient. Remember I told you that I used to work out by walking or running miles? Well, this took an hour or more each day and I was just obsessed with it. And the more I walked, the more I got closer to my ideal. Well, Putting aside the fact that I was too obsessed with it, (laughs) when I was a carefree teenager, that's no problem. I can walk for miles a day, right? I can fit in an hour and a half walk or run. But as a busy mom, I'm hard to press to fit that in. So now, though, my workouts are like 30 minutes, three to four days a week. And that's how efficient weightlifting is. It's much easier to fit in time-wise. It's also much easier as a busy mom who's overwhelmed and we're multitasking and we're thinking of everybody's needs, it's so hard to prioritize our own. So it's so much easier to get your head around giving yourself that time. Or now that's a perspective change in itself. I am giving myself this 30 minutes, three to four times a day, three to four times a week to work out. I think our tendency really is to say, I have to find and I have to give up 30 minutes, three to four times a week. Well, that's easier than hours, yes, but I'd say we take it one step further. This is a side note. Take it one step further and think about it as a gift you're giving yourself, and it's so much easier to give yourself that gift if it's not hours each day, okay? Um, And probably the reason I bring this up is because one of the biggest battles that I face is uh, about evaluating, like, am I going to do this or am I going to do that? One of the biggest issues for me is time and all kinds of things get thrown out because I don't have time for that. (laughs) And I know that all of you are busy moms too. I mean, time is just, where do we spend it? We have to prioritize. So weightlifting is a lot easier to prioritize in terms of efficiency. Now here is something, and I want um, the commenter who who posted about being thin thin to listen up. Here's the thing, weightlifting is gonna add curves no matter who you are, it's not gonna bulk you up. So the thin person's gonna get curvier, Um, the plump person is gonna get toned and shapely, it's like it just does what it needs to do for who you are, but it's not gonna bulk you up. And that's because we don't have enough testosterone 
uh, to bulk up like a man does when they lift weights. So it actually is like the perfect thing, no matter what your size and shape, weightlifting will do the perfect thing in your body. Like a, it's, it's, it's like universally adaptable. It's quite awesome. So a woman who is thin could get shapelier. A woman who's frumpier could get shapelier and toned. It's awesome. And in the comments, I'm getting a great. Yes, it is really, really great. Number eight, weightlifting makes you strong. Now, this is a duh kind of thing, but I think it, it bears mentioning. You're lifting weights, whether it's a five-pound dumbbell or it's a 45-pound bar with some plates on it. Um, you are lifting weights. And as, um, as moms or, you know, we're on the farm or doing chores or got big buckets or big bags of rice or whatever, we have to lug heavy things around from time to time. And I personally have gotten stronger at those things through lifting. I can do more of them and I can do heavier of them. And I just feel proud of myself when I don't have to ask my husband to do it. It's really cool to experience that residual benefit. Now, remember I told you I used to run for years. I used to walk for years. Well, I, then I went through that frumpy period where I was so busy and I didn't prioritize myself. I didn't do anything. I got very, very weak. And we live on a hilly location and I would go walking with my husband and I couldn't even do the hills, just gasping for breath. It's so fatiguing. Um, so it's, 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 it, it, in, the, in my frumpy period, even walking and running was hard for me. But what I've seen since I lifted weight is that lifted weights is that I can walk and run. Or I should say I can walk. I can walk farther. I can carry heavier things. And the other day I was remarking to my husband that I actually got the urge to run. I felt like my body was just wanting to propel itself forward. And, um, and actually I w I was like down at the end of the driveway and I can't remember the exact, um, the exact circumstances, but, um, the thing was down at the end of the driveway, I forgot something in the house we were leaving. And so I could walk up there, but my body just started running. It just felt this urge to run and it ran. And I wasn't out of breath or wasted or anything. I just ran. Now, it probably wasn't the most graceful, beautiful thing in the world, but I ran up to the house and got what I forgot and ran back down to the truck. And I didn't feel weak. I didn't feel winded. So I didn't even know I could do that. I didn't even know I got that back. It's not that I'm going to run a marathon anytime soon or walk five or six miles like I used to, but I'm just pointing out the fact that if you lift weights, it makes you strong and you will feel those residual benefits in any activity you do, hiking, going to the park with the kids, whatever. It's fantastic. Now, reason number nine is weightlifting helps you sleep. So you're going to get to sleep faster, sleep deeper, sleep longer without being interrupted. And I know that as we age, sleep becomes an issue. Uh, it's not an issue for me at my point in life, um, but I know it, I know it is uh, for people who age. So I wanted to throw it in there as a benefit for all of you, that if you're having issues sleeping and you start lifting weights or even exercise in general, you could have a very positive impact on how well you sleep. So it's like the simple equation, work hard, sleep hard. <laughs> now, reason number 10, and this is the last one before I get into some practical tips for you, is weightlifting boosts your energy. I love this. Um, you're going to get an energy boost for hours after you work out. Now, I do want to throw in a caveat that if you're not used to living he lifting heavy weights and you lift too heavy or you know, you push yourself hard, you could actually feel some nausea because it's your central nervous system that's having to 
you know, do well, at least with like full body weightlifting exercises like squats and deadlifts. Um, your central nervous system gets involved, not just your muscles. And at least for me, that can induce some nausea. So I have to watch that carefully. So initially, or some workouts, I might feel some nausea, but I'm just throwing that out there as so I'm not, so I'm not giving you a false um, representation of weightlifting. So that can happen. You can have some, you know, obstacles. You can feel weak, but in general, weightlifting gives you an incredible boost of energy for hours after you work out. This is one reason why I like to work out first thing in the morning. Um, because it's a great way to start the day mentally, like I, I did that, um, but also physically, I feel the benefits throughout the day of boosted energy and just being more focused. So I love it for that reason. Okay, so those were the 10 reasons that real women should consider uh, lifting weights. Um, I, I've been seeing the hearts flowing and I've been seeing the comments coming in, so thank you so much for all your feedback as we've been going along. I wanna end with two things, one is a disclaimer that I think is going to encourage you, at least I hope it does. And then finally, some, and I've been talking about weightlifting, but not very practically, like, okay, that's great, Wardy, but how am I supposed to do that? So I'm going to finish up with some tips for you. Okay, so the disclaimer is, I'm actually not very good at weightlifting. <laughs> I'm not disciplined enough. I don't push myself hard enough. I don't get it because I'm not actually one of those very physically in tune persons like a natural athlete. I'm not a natural athlete. I'm that awkward person who should never have tried out for cheerleading. And I, that is not just a phrase I'm saying. I actually tried out for cheerleading in high school and I shouldn't have. It was so embarrassing. I wish I could take it back. I am not that kind of person. I'm not coordinated. I could do so much better with weightlifting. Um, yet even what I do as undisciplined and not pushing myself hard enough and as awkward and uncoordinated as I am is having a positive effect on my life, on my moods, on my health, on my strength and my look. Vicky is saying she was a cheerleader. Woohoo. Well, that means you're more coordinated than I am. <laughs> so I want this to be an encouragement to you that if someone like me who is not very good or gifted or disciplined can get so much benefit out of this. You definitely can, especially you, Vicki, since you're a cheerleader. Um, now, at our house, we have a rack and we have a bar and we have plates. I'm not even sure what the official names are if I got them right. And the reason we have all that is because it's a passion and pursuit of my husband's. It has been for a long time. Um, our house is very small. We have a living room and a family room. The family room, I have a little corner of it for my home office and the rest of it is the workout room. And it's just open air to the dining room, which is open to the kitchen and the living room. I mean, our house is small and we're just making it work. The reason I'm telling that to you is that we're just making it work. We have, we have four people at home now and three of us are using the equipment to work out. One of the four does it in, in her bedroom. Um, we have to work around each other. Uh, we have to do it in the, you know, most of us are in the open room with everybody else. Um, we get advice from my husband. He's so giving to us. We just do the best we can. So I want that to be an encouragement to you also, that we're just making it work. It's not like we have a perfect gym and we're perfect people and perfect schedules. I mean, you just have to work with life and your space and all that, which is why I now want to round out the podcast by giving you some ideas for how you can make it work in your life, how you can do the best you can, because 
Perfection is not an option. Uh, the only option you have is to try and do your best. That's as much as you can do. So how can you get started? I will have four suggestions for you. I think four, yes. One is, and I saw a commenter say this. I think you said you're going to ask your son for help. My suggestion number one is, if you have a husband or son who lifts, ask them to take you with them out to the garage or wherever they've got their equipment for a session or two to see if you like it, to give you some tips on you know, what they would recommend. Um, perhaps they're going to start you out with squats or deadlifts or a modification. I mean, th- th- if, if they're in, like, I can't give you that recommendation because I rely on my husband for that stuff. But if you have a son or a husband in your life who knows this stuff, they can get you started. Um, and I'm not guaranteeing that they will want to, but what I feel is that most decent men or sons would be thrilled to have a woman like you to, you know, work with and, you know, influence and get going on something that's a passion of theirs. If they have a problem with you answering or asking or if they shame you or whatever, I'm not saying that they will. I just feel like it is a possibility. Um, I just want to encourage you that that is their problem and that you shouldn't take that on yourself. Don't take that burden. Don't take it personally. That is their issue if they do that. Okay. Uh, so don't feel stupid or anything. You are doing something for yourself and you're going you're gonna to run into difficulty and hopefully, you know, you won't feel that from the people you love most, but you might. So don't give up if you get that kind of a response because you can find somebody else to help you. And that's my suggestion number two. There are so many men and boys with um, lifting equipment in their garages or barns. So maybe you have a friend or a neighbor who could help you. And with them, you could do a trade. Like, how about if I make you homemade butter or yogurt or, you know, bread or whatever you can do in the kitchen, ask for a trade. Like, will you help me and be my trainer and get me started? And maybe I can borrow your equipment when you're not using it. And in exchange, I'll make you whatever they want. So something awesome could come of that mutually beneficial agreement. And then maybe, like if you're the one who your husband or son like laughs at you, they'll see that you're really pursuing it. It's really doing awesome things in your life. And they'll be like, whoa, okay, why don't you join me? <laughs> okay, I'll help you now. <laughs> you know, it could, it could backfire for them, but backfire in a good way for you. Okay, uh, if that doesn't work out, you don't have that option. If you know of no one nearby who can share or help you, you could look into acquiring some kettlebells, dumbbells, or other weights for yourself. Now, you know everybody buys all this equipment in January and they hit the garage sales and the thrift stores, you know, halfway through the year or at the New Year's clean out, right? So watch watch that for weights or whatever equipment or watch Craigslist or your local shopper. You could maybe acquire some good sets at a decent price. Might want to do some research first online because there's fitness programs and DVDs and you know I don't I haven't looked into those because I have a resident trainer with my husband. Um, But if I was you and I didn't have that, I would look on the internet for weightlifting for women programs and just see what's out there. Watch some sample videos, see who I would like to learn from, look at some of the success stories, look at some of the methods and choose one. And even if that one doesn't work out, you could choose another. I think that media and education is so inexpensive these days. Um, for investing in programs, I'm, I'm not saying it's pennies, but um, you're making an investment in yourself. 
And you could try something out and there's also return periods. So if it doesn't work out for you, you could take advantage of the return. Anyway, the point is get some DVDs or some online instruction, look for really good deals on exercise equipment of your own. Um, and ideally you'd wanna have the program first so you know what to get. Goodwill has sets, a commenter just said. So there's things out there. Find something that resonates with you and just try it. Now, my final suggestion is the gym. There's always the gym. And the nice thing about a gym is there are resident trainers. So if you have the money for that, and if you're close enough that it makes sense for you to travel back and forth on a regular basis, um, there's nothing like that accountability of you know, spending money on a membership, committing to a trainer, um, so that you will, you'll, you'll follow through with your commitment. And the, so, um, so there's your, your husband or son, there's a friend or neighbor, there's online instruction, or there's a gym. There's four ways that you could go about it. I don't know which is going to work for you, and you may have something else. But the final thing I want to say about all of them is that don't be shy. Everybody starts somewhere, um, and the key is starting, and another key is asking for help. I think as women, um, we're used to asking for help, so it's not as big of a um, deal for us. But it's still hard to ask for help. So I want to encourage you to do that. There is somebody that will help you, even if it's somebody you have to pay. Hopefully you won't have to do that. Hopefully you have somebody in your life that you can trust. But if you do have to, and the Lord has blessed you with some, you know, some disposable income that you could do that, put it to good use and reap the rewards in your person, your health, your confidence, and your relationships. Thank you all for hanging with me. I know this has been quite long. I'm not sure how long I've been talking. Oh, 36 minutes officially. But I've seen the hearts flowing. Your comments have been great. I can take a couple minutes for questions. Um, I did see one about sourdough bread. How does that fit in for weight loss? Um, well, if you would go back to the, um, the, the podcast where I talked about using Trim Healthy Mama with traditional foods, sourdough is awesome with, with Trim Healthy Mama. It's a great... Um, bread when you're having an e-meal. Now an e-meal is a protein and carb meal. And so that's when I have my sourdough bread. Um, so there's a lot more information there. But yes, I don't, I don't think you have to give up sourdough to, lift, to lose weight. Sourdough can be a healthy part of a weight loss diet. Um, and of course, you know I love sourdough. <laughs> so I hope that, hope that answered your question. Thank you for the hearts. Moms with Alice is saying, thank you, great info, you're a blessing. So are you, Alice. Thank you so much for being here. Uh, Sherry is saying, thank you, Wardy. Today's encouragement was truly an answer to prayer. I'm so blessed to hear that. Well, Sherry, please keep in touch and let me know um, what you do with it. Uh, major lover, I can play the violin well, but can't run without tripping. <laughs> Well, from a fellow uncoordinated person, <laughs> we, we have this thing in our, in our house. When my husband has found something new he wants us to try, he has to show me because if he tells me, I'm like, what? I need to see it. <laughs> yeah, and I'm getting a comment saying, love that you're covering this topic. Yeah, I was hoping it would go over well. It's been on my heart for a while. I think it's so, um, I think it's so, so important as a part of being a real healthy, joyful mom and part of a vibrant, healthy family is that we, um, we pursue this for ourselves. We need to put ourselves first in this, you know, take care of ourselves because it has ripple effects on our family. Yep, Sherry, I will definitely, I'm definitely open to being accountable, being, being your accountability. So check in with me. 
All right, everyone, I'm going to wrap up by saying uh, the show notes when this is released on iTunes and YouTube are at knowyourfoodpodcast.com slash 158. And as always, God bless you. Thank you for being here and your great blessing. Have a wonderful weekend. Bye-bye. Thank you so much for joining me today. I hope you'll come back again. Let me tell you what you can do next. You can visit the show notes for this episode and get links and more resources about today's topic. Just visit knowyourfoodpodcast.com slash, and then without a space, type the number of this episode. You can stop by traditionalcookingschool.com slash watch to get five free traditional cooking videos from me. It's a gift. You can subscribe to this podcast on iTunes, the podcast app, or Stitcher. If you're on a mobile device, just search for Know Your Food with Warty while you're in the app. If you're on a desktop or laptop, go to knowyourfoodpodcast.com slash iTunes right in your browser. And while you're there, please leave a rating or review. I love to read your comments and your feedback makes it much more likely that others who are interested will find this podcast too. Thank you so much and God bless you.